Well, hello there, my dear church boys, and welcome back to yet another episode of Saint Robert's Day Game Podcast. And this podcast episode, me and Mr. T, we decided to record outside, and this is gonna be sort of like a AMA, ask me anything type of podcast. But more specifically, we're gonna talk about BDSM, sex toys, and and, and introducing all of that in your communication with the girls you are seeing. And we have a few guys asking questions already in a chat, so we're gonna be discussing those. Uh, before we get into this topic, as always, uh, a few updates about what's happening, where I am, where I'm going next, coaching spots, etc. I am here with Mr. T in Budapest, Hungary, with a few other friends. I'm coaching a few students here. Uh, it's 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 plus 37 degrees. How much Again, is this in Fahrenheit? It's a lot. It's a lot. It's, <laughs> 80 it's, maybe? I don't know. It's, it's like crazy. We're just dying from how hot it is. By the way, we arrived in Airbnb. That's 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 one of my top three worst Airbnb experiences after living in Airbnbs for around three years now, a bit less. Um, I am next going to Riga to coach one student, then Stockholm, Sweden. I have one student there. And then end of August, I will either go to Poland or come back to Budapest. And that's the moment where I have one coaching spot left uh, in July, either in Poland or in here in Budapest. And then August, I'll be spending most of it in Riga coaching a few guys from New Zealand. And after that, I'm going to a lovely place uh, very close to Europe where there are a bunch of Russians who have emigrated from Russia after the war started. So I'm going to go there just because there is, uh, in my book, there is nothing easier than a solo Russian traveler. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I'm going to go and explore that place with a few students. I have one student who has already signed up, another guy is interested. I'll take three students total there. I'll be there for a month uh, and we will be spreading all those coaching sessions out throughout the month, hanging out together, enjoying the city. Oh, yeah, it's Georgia. If you didn't get it yet, then that, that country is Georgia. I don't know the city yet. Maybe it's Tbilisi, maybe Batumi, maybe both of them. Uh, we'll see. So that's with the coaching spots. After that, after Georgia, I will be leaving Europe. And in October, I'll probably be in New York City and other places in the US. November, December will be Latin America, more specifically, most likely Argentina probably a little bit of Mexico and then it's already New Year's so who the fuck knows what's gonna happen next if you heard any of the spot any any if you heard a spot where you would want to work with me where you would want to learn day game because you know you really like girls in that place and well as always the link to sign up to find out everything is in the description for the form there and I'll get back to you with all the details all of this intro being done uh, yeah by the way one more thing in the intro uh, soon I will publish a blog about uh, Budapest and how good or bad is it for day game because I'm coaching students here and, and, and we're kind of figuring out what, what the things are actually like here because there are reasons why it's amazing because it's a very beautiful city with incredibly hot girls but there are some bad things uh, mostly it's be it's it's very very overgamed especially if you are in the main day game area so we're exploring other parts of the city uh, but all of that will be in the vlog. And now let's get down to the MAA. 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 Let's get let's get down to ask me anything. And we're gonna start with Mr. T's questions. Questions, uh, questions and let's go, Mr. T. Yeah, cool. So uh, these are questions that I have. Some of them have asked Robert in passing, but he says that same save them for MA. And so here we are. Um, we're just gonna go hard in the beginning. <clears throat> and so here's the first one. Um, so, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. All right, so uh, Robot, we know you have a case full of toys. I've seen them all. Uh, you travel with with them everywhere you go. A few of them. A few of them. Most notably, your ball gag, uh, your ropes, and uh, your nice fancy glass dildos. <laughs> yes. The question uh, is, uh, how do you, if you travel to New City, how do you bring up, um, how do you kind of work through the scene to introduce the ball, to introduce these toys, toys especially uh, things like the ball gag? Yeah, because you asked me specifically for the ball gag. Let's first talk about the toys in general, because other toys are way easier, of course. Uh, the easiest thing to introduce is ropes, which I do all the time in most cities I go to. I have ropes, for example, when I lived in Argentina last winter, I, I bought really good ropes in Mexico City and I was just traveling with them. These are actually the same ropes I am traveling with right now. So let's talk about how I introduce ropes uh, in, in the, in, in on the dates because actually uh, a little secret that my closest day game friends know that for most of my dates lately I've been pooling and my pool has been uh, let's go, I'm gonna tie you up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And, <laughs> and that I'll is, shoot it. That is day game dates. So, and I've done this quite a few times. So, how do I do that? Uh, okay. Uh, if you look at my Instagram profile, uh, and if you don't know it, then ask in a group chat or message me somewhere, I'll send it to you. Um, then I have a few pictures, a, a few bondage pictures. And at some point on a date, I'll ask, hey, by the way, like, show me your Instagram. Are you on Instagram? And I'll check her Instagram and she'll show, show me some her profile and I'll see a photo in like swimming suit. I'll zoom in on her tits and it's like, mm, pretty nice or like not bad. <laughs> but like, I'm going to make fun of her Instagram. And, and then uh, usually she's going to show me my Instagram. Uh, and and there that's where she's going to see that. OK, <laughs> what is that? Um, but also I. I do sometimes mention like when they're talking about life, I, I mentioned some things I've done in the past and, and once I gave a seminar about introduction to BDSM, like the basics of the basics in the biggest sex shop in Latvia, sexy style. Uh, no, 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 sex shop. Uh, the sexy style sex shop. And it's just, I slip it in, in the conversation. It's like, oh, it's like, oh yeah, like, you know, because like, I do ropes and like, I like tying people up and it's, it's, it's just this kind of way to get to, 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 to build kind of contact with people and to get to know each other physically because it's such a bonding experience, blah, 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 blah. Then she will see some pictures if she hasn't seen them yet. And then, so I, I will kind of somehow slip in this, this, this topic either by talking about the seminar or, or by showing pictures or I don't know, like sometimes uh, back when I was living in Riga in, in the apartment, I just had ropes hanging about the sofa in my living room. Just I was, I, I hung them on like a wall lamp and then they were there and the chicks saw them and that's it. And, um, and we will usually talk like, Hey, have, do you, have you ever tried anything like that? Do you have experience with that? And then, Oh, like almost like, and, 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 but you can see that most of them would be interested. And then uh, at one moment, kinda, when we have a lot of connection, this, this would usually require at least two venues, maybe three venues. I would just say, listen, this doesn't really mean that anything else is to happen, but I want to tie you up. Let's go. Like, I'll tie you up a little bit. Well, let's see how, let's see how we feel about it. And if you look like, and again, it doesn't mean anything else has to happen. Let's go. And boom. And, and like mostly. They'd say, yeah, let's go, whatever. 
because they know what's happening. But you have to understand that if you look at this face, then I am this tattooed, shaved head, bearded guy with a nose ring from Eastern Europe. So <laughs> I, I do have a persona and and this persona makes it much, much easier for me to bring this up because again, your persona and the way you look does kind of filter out different types of girls so if you look like a real nice guy she might be a bit more surprised but if you look like a nice guy but but still have a bit of edge that you've added using your style then i think that's still very very doable um yeah so that's about ropes uh ball gags um well actually the second thing i usually bring up are uh, toys like uh, vibrators I have, uh, so in US, you guys, listeners from US, you guys have Hitachi Magic Wand. I, I assume you know what that is. Just search Magic Wand if you don't know what it is. Just make, make sure. after the gym to like. Yes, to release muscle muscles. tension. That's exactly. That's not Terraga. No, that's, that's a different thing. No, don't do, don't do that. Don't use that on chicks. That's a bit too intense. Um, but in Europe, we actually have a better thing. It's called Doxy. Doxy Massager, Massager, whatever, however you pronounce that word. So, and yeah, Doxy Massager is better because it has softer head and instead of just low or high like modes, it has like, I don't know, 10 or however many different settings. But if you're in the US, uh, Lelo brand, I think, makes pretty good uh, massagers as well. They are pretty pricey and those things will be pretty pricey as well, but I think those Lelo ones are like 200 bucks at least. And you don't want to get some cheap knockoff thing. If you get this thing, get a good one. And again, we're like, if, if you are during your <clears throat> bonding experience, maybe starting to things, do things like choking or being a bit more rough, then kind of, oh, like you can just bring up, oh, like, have you, do you do toys? Have you, like, have, what have you tried from toys? Nothing. Oh, have you tried magical? Do you know what it is? And it's like, oh, wait, wait, wait a second. And I would pull it out of the closet. Have you seen it? Do you know what it is? It's like, like, oh fuck yeah! But I've never tried this. I was like, oh, you want to try? He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and <clears throat> and yeah, I would just kind of plug it in, put a condom on it, and and use it. By the way, with these toys, they are silicone or whatever the material is. You have to use condoms with them. You have to make sure they're clean because because you can't use them like because the thing, as far as I know, uh, why I like glass dildos. Uh, because as far as I know, they don't uh, react with anything. Glass dildos, you, it's very easy to clean them. Like the, the worst case scenario, like you need some specific sex toy cleaner. But but like uh, if you if you read in line, some people say you can just wash them with water and soap. <laughs> uh, it's the same with metal. Uh, just make sure it kind of dries, especially if you keep it in the sun or or because sun kills everyone everything if you if you keep it in the sun for long enough. And I think if. I remember right, also use water-based uh, lubricant if you're using silicone, anything, and some toys. Yeah, yeah, of course, use water-based lubes in general. I, I don't lose, use silicone-based lubes. Um, so that's the, so the easiest thing to bring up is ropes, and then there's this. Also, I have a very nice toy that's why, uh, Whisper Crave, Whisper Crave, which is like a necklace on a chain, but it's like a little, like a, you know, like a pencil type of vibrator a pretty impressive thing if you if you learn how to use it and find the right spot to use it at that that thing is pretty incredible you can travel with it easily doesn't take any space because like doxy or those level of massagers all of those they take a lot of space and then i had this funny case in kharkiv ukraine when i was flying from kharkiv to estonia 
and they're like scanning my backpack and, and I have a, like a glass dildo and a glass butt plug in it <laughs> and and this dude scanning it looks looks at a chick near him like also working there is like hey security look at this like do you also have things like that at your home and uh, that was in, uh, in Russian in Russian yeah and I speak Russian so um, so yeah, that was that was of course hilarious. Uh, but but uh, that Vesper Crave thing is incredibly small. Uh, okay, so you brought up ropes or you brought up this. How do you get to ball gags? Uh, at this point, you're probably gonna talk with her after. Like this is once you've done some of this shit, it's super easy to kind of bring the conversation to. Okay, what have you tried? What are you interested in? After, like this is a typical after sex conversation, especially after if you, if you've been with her maybe twice. Uh, and uh, yeah, at that moment you can kind of just talk about it openly, and you can just ask, "Have you tried ball gags?" And that's it. It's like you want to try it, and and boom, like that's it. Or that's, so that's one thing that's super easy. And then just next time you pull it out and, and just do it. <laughs> but it has to be pretty rough. Like if you're just being gentle and nice, and then pull a bottle ball gag, that like that doesn't really like Cognizant has to be like a lot of like a bit of like hair pulling and spanking, and then you pull in a put in a ball gag and just go hard. Um, <clears throat> Okay, what else? Uh, and another way to do it is the checklist, the BDSM submissive checklist. You can Google those, those. You, gotta, you can Google BDSM submissive checklist and you'll find kind of how they look. It's, it's basically like a checklist that you would go over with your, with the girl you are playing with. And there would be a bunch of actions like so and, and to, like so let's say whatever like anal and have you tried it yes or no how interested are you in that from like zero to to, to five or you'll see on a checklist if you if you google it or uh, or I sometimes simply let's say I've slept with a girl once or twice and then I meet her and while we're drinking wine I would go over the checklist and it's like okay like let's let's when, when you're having a conversation of what you like I said wait actually I have a special checklist for this so we can go over everything and then and a lot of chicks, they will not even know some of the names of those things. And, and uh, so you can do that as well to bring up all of those things. And then just once you've talked about it, once she said, yeah, she's interested, boom, go and try them. And that's it. Okay. Does this answer your question, Mr. T? Uh, yes. What about the, uh, what they call the gimp thing? What's the thing? Like, I don't know what that full, is. Full, the full mask thing. You know, that, that leather mask. Yeah, I have a mask like I that. that. I have that. So... I have a I have a lovely video that I made recently uh, with a girl having that mask while she is being uh, having some troubles breathing. Let's put it like that, because <laughs> something is in her throat. <laughs> uh, allergies, allergies. She had allergies, <laughs> dick allergies. Uh, so what about that? It's a lot more restrictive. Is it just the same routine? I mean, everything is the same routine. Right. You can bring anything. When you are going through the checklist, you can bring literally anything. You can bring bring up toys, ball gags. You can bring up, like, I don't know, like golden showers if you're into that type of stuff or, or like sports. pegging or like for literally whatever you like. You can, because I, I used to have some things in that list that were I wasn't into. So I would just say to the chick, by the way, just so you know, like some of those things, I'm not even into them, but I just left them in just to kind of get to know you. Yeah, yeah. And, and boom, and, and that's a way how you can put very kinky stuff in there. <laughs> and, and she's not going to think, oh, this guy is completely stupid. Like, what the fuck is this guy saying? Like, he wants me to, I don't know, like, beg him or whatever. Like, she's like, oh, you just said this. Oh, I left a lot, some stuff in there that I'm not really into, but so. The irony if she says that, ah, oh, pegging is my thing. Like, oh, I mean, if you like that, I know that's one of your questions is you, you will ask me about ass play. <laughs> that's just, we'll get to that. 
but but yeah, okay. Uh, is this answered? Let's That's go to the next one. Or? Yeah, and for all the the toys mentioned, link down. Be- no, actually, there's no link down below. I'm fucking. There's no I'm link down reading. below. No, no links on podcasts. I'm lazy. <laughs> Ask in a group chat. <laughs> There are guys who know shit. There are there are guys in a group chat who know all of this shit. So just ask in a group chat. If you're not in a group chat, go to my website, sign up for a mailing list, and in the invitation, in the welcome email, you will get an invitation link to join the chat. I'll yes. probably add. I'll probably add a thing for God to like refer to things. I don't know. We'll think about it. We'll think about it. Doesn't matter. Um, next question. So in uh, Argentina, you said Aspect is quite a card. Quite a thing there. Um, Latin American general. Latin American general. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so, but you're not really a big... I'm not a big, big fan of, of, of anyone exploring my backside. But, I mean, if they kind of dive deep, I, I'm like, well, go do your thing. And I, I'm not going to say I don't like it. I've explored it. Of course, it's let's, let's, let's be honest. Let's put it on a table. It's the topic no one talks about. It's the topic that, oh my God. You must be gay if you like that. Only these two guys talk about it. <laughs> no, actually, like, there's the secret. Like, in our community, the guys I know, like, we talk about all types of shit. We talk about that stuff. We talk about uh, some, like, uh, chemical help, etc., <laughs> etc. Et like, those are, those are topics that everyone wants to talk about, but they don't have anyone to talk about that. So, but because our community is so much sex-oriented, then, well, we just kind of have to talk about it. So, yes, no one no one talks about these topics, uh, but, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, just do your research, read up upon it. So, what do you want to know about it? Uh, the question is just, did you feel self-conscious when you were in uh, Latin uh, America? I was when I was younger, but th- then I, the more I got into the, the BDSM community, the deeper I go and the more people I met and, and I started talking to these guys that uh, in the community and they said, by the way, like, have you explored this with a chick? And I was like, fuck no. Like, and they said, like, <laughs> everyone says fuck no until they, they realize that that orgasm is like 10 times stronger. And I still haven't explored it as deep or as serious, but, but and, and I'm, I'm not interested in anyone pegging me or doing anything like that. That is not what I'm kind of about. Uh, but a little bit of play here or there I'm, I'm fine with that I'm I'm kind of I'm self-conscious but if if there are chicks who are really into this shit I, I, I've yeah. never asked a chick to do anything like that but, but if they are going it up. doing that it's like yeah I mean sure dive in <laughs> cool yeah, that answers that um, okay now we're moving away from the <clears throat> sex stories on BDSM uh, now we're going to just um... by the way I think our waiter understands English but doesn't speak English who, well, it's a great <laughs> podcast. Join the listen to the Send Robots okay. great podcast. Um, <laughs> let me find my next question. Have you ever? Oh, hold on, hold on. Uh, yeah, so this just goes into normal day game stuff, which is um, how much pinging, how much photo pinging. So, photo pinging is this thing where you will send, well, rather than text pings, you can send interesting videos or clips. Um, and those can be a lot more uh, engaging than uh, just, just some, yeah, for example, today when I was filming a video about. Uh, the best PUA books uh, in in my view, and, and I don't have a tripod with me. <laughs> just as because you see this like weird angle. This is yeah, set up on a bar table with like a phone, ashtray, camera cap, like all types of things, just to get it in an angle so so we can actually fit in the frame. So to set up the camera to film a video, I, I took a microwave in an Airbnb, put it on a table, and then put camera on a microwave, and then I I, I took a picture of that and I sent I sent it to a girl and I said. 
uh, when you travel, uh, no, when you need to make a video, but you don't have a tri tripod, you have to become creative. And that's it, there's nothing else. And then she liked it, she responded very fast. And then, um, uh, so how much is too much? Uh, I would say one a day is definitely fine. If she's responding well, maybe twice is fine sometimes, but that, that's kind of pushing the line. But again, you have to remember we only are texting to get her out. So if she's responding really, really well, then just date request. I mean, that's it. Yes. Like if you send one ping, she responds fast. You send like a pot of ping, she responds fast. <coughs> date request. There's no need to like text back and forth. That's a kind of waste of time. And, and there are better things to do in life than texting. Uh, so yeah, and I in general text more than people suggest because people suggest kind of one, two things a day. Uh, that might be true in some places in Europe, where especially if you are living in a city and you have a lot of time for texting and you can go ping, 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 ping back and forth. Then yeah, that is that is totally fine to kind of send one or two a day and then wait and date request after three days. But I've honestly started being texting pretty fast and then she responds super good. I'm going to date request. That's it. And it seems to work. And what I've noticed is uh, people text nowadays so much that the longer you, the more you ping back and forth, the more likely she's to disappear because someone else takes her out and, and you know. The time, you mean uh, the more time you waste? The more time you spend texting, the, the more, the less likely you're actually meeting her. So I've actually date request pretty fast. Of course, except some specific countries, exceptions like Ukraine, uh, Argentina was also an exception. Um, I don't date request on the same day I got the number. I, I date request on the next day. But um, uh, yeah, so once or twice is fine. No need to do it more than that, especially if she doesn't send any photos back and <laughs> any photos back. Yeah, there, I, I asked this because there's a time when uh, I think I all I ever did, I didn't ping only I, I did only send photo pings, but I didn't ping more than once. This was a while ago. And I was like, oh, I think this is way too much pinging. And I did ask you this question when it came up then. And you're like, save it for the podcast. And 12 months later, here we are. 12 months later, here we are. <laughs> Okay, next question. Mr. Next T question. is asking. Uh, okay, so have you ended up in a day game spiral? I do, well, day game spiral in that. What is a day game spiral? Yes, yes, I'm going to explain that. Give me a moment. So this is when you are out, you're approaching, you are getting the numbers. Um, in your case, I guess in, Kar in Kharkiv, you got pretty far. You got your dates. You got the pool, but then like you literally were left with blue balls. And uh, this was like five times in a row seven, I think. seven or eight seven and, or eight man you're going crazy i was like faster. what the fuck do i do here yeah 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 it was the first time i saw him so frustrated i was like oh okay <laughs> i do get pissed when that happens so the question is how i have this has that happened so to it me? seemed I mean, like you, know you, had, that... you had almost got into a, a somewhat of a you know it, it, i guess for less experienced people if this happened to them they're probably like either give up or they'll, they'll probably yeah so this happens a lot in different places for example when i was living in budapest for a month not a few years back the same thing happened i arrived and i i did kind of my we i didn't do the strong front stop and and boom like everyone just i'm just getting blown out and blown out and blown out and i had to fix the stop i fixed the stop uh, I really had to fix the beginning of a set then, like the, the opener and the stacking. Once I fix that, boom, I'm getting topics, they're staying in a set, because as soon as you would kind of deliver the compliment here, they would just leave. Um, 
and I fixed that. I started to do longer sets. Then I was getting, I was not getting any numbers. I was getting their Facebooks because everyone uses Facebook Messenger here for texting. And then I, I improved my sets even more, and I started getting WhatsApps on those or flaking. <laughs> <laughs> and then I started getting stronger numbers, etc., etc. So uh, it's problematic if it's problematic when you are starting to travel for day game. Because let's say you learn day game in one city, in my case in Riga, and you got really, really good in that city, like I did in Riga. But then when I met them Torero for the second time in Riga, oh no, that was for the first time. And I, we talked about we talked about the game, and he asked for my stats, and I told him my stats, and he said, "Dude, like you're like those stats are like some of like you're you're the, the top guy in the world. You have to start coaching." And but at the same time, he said, "By the but." but you have to go outside of Riga. Because if you can get those stats in different countries, then that means something. But if you can only do that in one country, that, that doesn't mean you're really, really good. Yeah. It means you're really good in one city. And and then you go to new places and, and games like 90%, 95% the same in every city, but those 5% matter. So let's say you will go to Poland, you'll go to Prague, you'll go to like, I don't know, many locations. And you'll still get results, but you won't get one out of 30 uh and and the the interesting part when you travel is learning what works in each city learning that learning those five to ten percent that you have to do differently in each city city to crack it and 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 i'm there are cities i definitely have not cracked i i don't think i have I, well i haven't spent enough time in budapest i'm actually very interested in coming coming back here for a bit more time to, to really crack it. And, and I do, I do want to do that because there is some interesting talent here. Uh, I do have a bit of a follow-up question. For the time in, you went in Budapest and you had to kind of re, kind of go back to the basics and step-by-step pull yourself back up, what was the time duration? Um, I don't, so I spent a month in Budapest, but I would adapt much faster now because I see now that, that, that there was one very big mistake I was making back then that I'm not making this time I'm here. So I think right now I could probably be doing decently in a few weeks. But how long did that take? A month last time? No, no, no. Uh, and I, I, I didn't crack Budapest. I wouldn't say I, I got a few lays here, but it, but it wasn't like it wasn't like. What, what do you mean by spiral? Well, getting like out. So I know, no, you, no, 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 no. So let's not let me not say let me use the word spiral. spiral but you'd say that yeah. You, at first you're like all right. I need to work on my stops. I need to work on my uh, open and initial few minutes and then sort out the from messenger contacts to WhatsApp contacts to... Yes. What was the time that it took you... What was the... Over what time period did it take you to get to a point where like, okay, now your numbers... At least you are getting not so flaky numbers. I don't know. Like a week? Two? Yeah. I mean, in Ukraine, it... Definitely took me a few three weeks, weeks at least, okay. like some like three weeks, because that was like the the easiest thing was like getting dates was super easy. That's why everyone. So that's what the, the thing about Ukraine. Why I think Ukraine was a myth. Uh, <laughs> was a myth of of like yeah no the myth that it's so great and so amazing and and why guys were going to Ukraine is like oh my god like I went on dates with these super hot chicks. Yeah, but did you get laid? No. <laughs> so that's the thing with Ukraine. It's super easy to get dates. Extremely easy, but converting them to anything more, that was where it became more interesting, especially if she's actually beautiful and, and interesting. And um, So 
Ukraine, yeah, it was a few weeks, but that was a very specific case because I had to learn a lot of things in Ukraine. And I, I really loved my time there just because it, it, it really... If I'm in a place where the quality is so good that it's worth learning and and that I can see progress, um, then, yeah, I mean, it keeps me motivated. Like, in some places I just arrive, I'm like, like this is shit and I'm not gonna spend my time I'm not even gonna spend it do the effort to like to keep to actually learn it here but usually it's a few weeks yeah if but the better you get I would say the more you'll be able to learn it um, yeah thank you for that so anybody that's in a spiral I think that the lesson here is um, kind of go back to the basics and step by step work through uh, each model or each bit of the model until... and to be salesy just get a coaching call yeah <laughs> oh that's it no no because uh, no this is a good point for that because not everyone can afford infield coaching that's that's obvious that's a fairly expensive product but but the coaching calls the thing is if you are stuck and you don't know where you're stuck one coaching call will show you exactly the one or two or three biggest mistakes you're making and and then instead of focusing on 20 things you will know okay i have to focus on these very few things and and, and that's it so there's a lot of value in that okay, okay. Cool. so now we're going to start. but you had some more questions I have in your one list one more but we have a few i don't want to flip-flop so i'm going to go back and forth because there's still some on topics on topic with what we're talking about so uh one of these from the chat is how important do you think it is traveling for day game versus being a badass where you live and adjusting lifestyle oh hold on i don't understand the question I'm put on you. All right. I'll, My main thoughts about. I think this. You. I think this is something you kind of picked up on, which is it's like thoughts on traveling. Oh, today. so I it's like still goes back to what Tom told you before, right? Like, like if you're good in your city. Oh, you if you're good travel. in your city, you're just good in your city. I mean, and and you are li you're you're gonna limit yourself to a certain level of results, uh, because again, your sets will be very similar, and you will when you meet a different girl for whom your copy paste shit doesn't work you will not be able to adjust on the fly. Whereas the more day game trips to do, you do, the more you learn to adapt to very different environments and different situations and scenarios. So now, whatever you, whoever you meet, you've seen so much and learned to adopt to it that um, you kind of be able to adopt on the fly. And that will, day game trips will, if you are already decent in your city, then day game trips will improve your results in your city as well. Of course, just because for two reasons. One, you actually improve your ability to adopt. But the second is you have more interesting stories to tell. That's true. Um, there's one thing I can add to this that I learned from traveling uh, and to reinforce what you just said. Um, in America, sometimes you can do a lot of banter in, in uh, interaction, whereas in Eastern Europe, the joking and bantering has to like literally be toned down almost to like as minimal as possible because it does not help it actually hurts and um the girls tend to be more direct which you have to appreciate if you have done if you really if you are a hardcore day gamer you'll understand how good it is when you know you have you don't have a chance with a girl because this dude is so so similar to frank <laughs> anyway uh, distractions but um you need to be um it, it's it's good to when girls are very quick to dismiss you because then you can quickly move on and at least if they don't dismiss you and you're in a place where like you know that they will do that without hesitation then i think mentally you should know that you have a chance in that interaction right like because of that kind of directness and um, willingness to just blow you off if they don't really give a shit 
So something I learned from traveling. Um, we will move on to another question from the chat, which is um, what would you do different in day game if you were not a nomad like uh, the rest of the people who are not nomads? Let's start with the fact that for the first few years of me day gaming, I was not nomadic. I've been nomadic for a bit less than three years now. I've been coaching for something like a bit more than four years and been day gaming for like, I don't know, I, I don't know, like, but like a bit more than I've been coaching, you know, like six months longer than I've been coaching, I've been day gaming. So for, I'd say half of my day game days, I have not been traveling. I was living in one city, I was day gaming in one city and there's no difference. I mean, it's, I mean, it's easier if you live in the city. I, I think it's easier if you live, because everyone is like, you know, like the guys who live in the city say, oh, like, you know, these our girls like foreigners, so it's easier when they come here. Uh, who said? Yes, well, one more, thank you. You do? Yeah, thank you. Um, so guys say, oh, when foreigners come, it's so much easier for them. And then the foreigners come and they say, oh, it's so much easier for the local guys. Yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it's not true. It's all bullshit, well, guys. Like, it is, but I think it's, in, I think that just comes into the novelty thing, where it's like, if you're in a new environment, sometimes mentally, whatever blockers you had before go away because you might be inspired by where you are. I know every time I'm in Europe, I always just... Feel no, like, no, but it's more about like, what who, who girls like more, locals or foreigners? Yeah, and locals will say foreigners, no, and foreigners yeah, will say yeah, locals. That's, and That's just... That's just I, in, in, in most cases where I've been, I would say locals have it better than foreigners in you know, like the first world countries. <laughs> Like EU and US, I would say if you're locals. locals. Yeah. Really? Yeah, 100%. I don't know. Yeah, no, 100%. In, in, in Latvia, you'll do better as you were if you're a local. Like in, in London as well, I think you'll be, do better than you were if you're a local. Because uh, you can play the card of... Um, thank you. You can play the card of... Uh, well, I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm a fun guy, but... That... I'm here, I'm, I live here, so you're kind of, if you are ever thinking about doing a relationship, then like oh, there is hope story. for a girl that, yeah. that this might end in something fun. Um, also in place, in some places it really, it is important to speak the local language. Uh, actually, I think if you are in, let's say, Budapest and you are local, I think you'll be doing way better than any foreigner. With the locals. With locals, you'll be doing, it yeah. doesn't matter. With tourists, it doesn't matter. But with locals, you'll be doing, I think, way better if you are living here or if you are a local. And if you're living here, we would consider you a local, uh, even, even if you live there just for a few years. So you'll be doing better in our game places like uh, like like Budapest. I, I, I'm not sure about Prague. I, uh, no, I'm not sure about Poland. I think in Poland it doesn't really matter. Maybe in smaller places it's better if you're a foreigner. It's the best if you're a foreigner maybe living there. Um, Kharkiv. Kharkiv. Can't uh, be that longer, right? Uh, Kharkiv, I don't, I, I don't know. Well, Kharkiv is a different case because you need to speak Russian to day game in Kharkiv. If you don't speak Russian, like there's no point in going to Kharkiv because like the, the English level as you saw when you were oh, there is yeah, just incredibly yeah. low. Yeah, so but, uh, forget it. Gotta learn your Russian. Yeah, so um, I would say nothing really changes. It's it's not harder for locals. Uh, if anything, it's easier because you have a lot. You don't have to rush your leads. You have a lot of time to to spend on that. You can set up threesomes easily just because you have regulars there, and, and 
you are limited by the size of your city uh, so if there's just like like Riga at 100,000 people I, I I I I there was enough people for me for a few years but like then it was uh, Riga was done for me even now when I was back I didn't approach a lot uh, let's call it a say day game sabbatical or whatever but I still reapproach some girls so yeah. also note uh, fun fact if you are tindering in Riga robot has already fucked all your girls so <laughs> Just, just a note. Everyone. No, that is not true. It's not true. It's a, yeah, but it's just <coughs> the scope at which he has approached people. He has probably approached a girl you match with. That's that's almost certainly going to be true. No, no. Almost. I've only so. done like maybe 2,000 approaches in Riga. Fair. Fair. Let's move on to the next question. So, um, yeah. Uh, so, I'm just going to highlight this because I think we already covered it, but I'll... I'll just say it and say the person that asked it go backwards. What's your favorite way to ease a girl into more extreme stuff and push her boundaries? Covered, I think we covered, we covered that at the this. So yeah, just no, go back to the beginning yeah, of the next video. Question. Um, what would be your three tips to get laid as fast as possible when you visit a new city you've never been to? <laughs> I think get escorts. Get begging coaching. Uh, no, like if you like one tip, get begging coaching. Uh, no, like, but if you're talking seriously and for free, uh, three tips to get laid as fast as possible. Um, I think should cover whether experienced day game of versus like novice. In which case, novice, you're not gonna do. Forget, forget it, it. Forget it. Novice is uh, ha okay. Yeah, let's talk novices and then advanced or like intermediate or whatever. Novices, guys, listen. Let's be very serious. Manage your fucking expectations. You're a beginning day gamer. You don't deserve shit. Uh, if you get one layout of 100 opens, you're doing really, really fucking good. Uh, you shouldn't travel with an idea that you're going to get laid. You should travel with an idea that it's a fun thing to go to a new place, approach girls in a place you've never been to. And it's incredibly in in interesting. All these blogs and stories you see of, of guys going places and doing shit, like some of those guys are pretty good day gamers. And that's where they're getting results. And when you when you see a coach showing that he took a student to a place and and, and a student did so well and fucked half of the city <laughs> or like get a few lays there. Well, that's why in my vlogs, I just I, when I start a vlog, I don't know how it's going to end. I'm just like, I'm just going to show whatever happened, whether, whether the student did good or bad. I'm just going to show it. I don't care. I'm going to be very honest about this. But I can assure you that a lot of videos you see are not on my channel are very catered experiences the edit, the they're 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 you see the best students you see the students that did well <laughs> and or the ones they spend the most time i've seen that well like yeah some students are actually yeah because they're going to be on video they're the ones who are given the most attention yes and so yes. it makes it seem like they're doing everyone's doing good but no those are the only people that are getting the most attention because yeah they're in the video they're in the they're they're being treated differently because they're in a yeah. video so and they they're used support. to get more students for for i can vouch for that being true i've seen it yeah so uh and and uh, i've had cases where i coach a student and i ask hey do you want to be on a vlog and they're like yeah and then middle of the vlog they say well i changed my mind and like i don't really care too much about that and then but uh so manage your expectations if you are a beginning day gamer uh, that is i think one of the most important things you can you can do uh Enjoy the city, like explore it, but don't expect you're gonna get laid. And now let's talk about guys that are actually getting decent results in the city where they are living, and now they're going on a day game trip. Uh, 
Uh, number one, I would say, um, I mean, do volume. I don't know, like, this is so stupid. This is such a stupid question. To get laid fast, I think, is, 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 is any better. <laughs> you, it would be luck, right? No. Like, fast, I, I don't without think the luck. Without no, the you need the volume. Yeah, like, course. how so fast are we talking? Like, it's gonna be volume. Hour, no. It's gonna be volume. Um, I think it should be look, fast. Oh, number one, look for tourists. Oh yeah, well that. No, work. no, yes, that's no, number that two. Work. That's that number work. two. Number one, pick the right cities. Pick cities with a lot of tourists. Um, pick cities that are considered places where tourists go for fun. So why Prague is amazing? Because people go for Prague to Prague for fun. Why Budapest is good? Because tourists go for to Prague to, to Budapest to party. So in those places, it's already going to be way easier than in a fucking place like Budapest, uh, like, uh, Barcelona. No, it's gonna be way slower and, 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 and it's not gonna be as good in Barcelona, like forget it. Or like London or whatever. Those aren't places where people are going for fun. They're going there just to, I don't know, see a city, like whatever, go to museums or... So number one, pick the right destination. Number two, uh, look for tourists. Uh, look for solo tourists. So anyone who is walking with a camera, a map, uh, a map chill. on their phone, or just like walking around and you can see them like looking at the buildings and stopping and pausing and, and, and looking a bit that's, confused. That's what that's who you're after. That those are the easiest. Like this is, I, I told there's nothing easier than a solo Russian traveler. <laughs> uh, but so, it was a, a thing I used to do when I, after I came traveling. I would uh, in my own city. I would actually look for where the hostels were and I would kind of like hang around the hostels when I knew I'd ask it I'd go in because usually hostels have like bar crawls and like activities I'd go and figure out what the activities were and when and where and then I'll just uh, um, opportunistically be in the area when I knew that and I would also that. say like just if you if you're gonna get laid just like do your fucking sets because you should dude yeah. like I told the student yesterday like same delay is always the last set of the day <laughs> 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 there is a lot of truth to that. Um, a, uh, a person I'll not mention who is uh, another day game coach did say, yo, when I was gaming in uh, New York, I was hanging out with him. I was like, listen, like, you never know. It could be that very last one. And he actually managed to get a girl. I'd gone home. I'd stopped gaming. He managed to get a girl on the street at about 9 p.m., was using my camera, took photos, and managed to bring her back to my place. Didn't fuck up, but I managed to bring her back for a photo shoot in my shower. <laughs> yes, the photos are still on my camera. He eventually took them, but like he managed to get in the shower and like they did this nice nude photo shoot in my shower. And uh, I was like, I guess I was right. Yeah, you yeah. don't really know what could happen. It's always the last. Sometimes it's always the last set. No, it's always the last set. Well, it's always <laughs> like the when last it happens, set. It's the last set. But it doesn't always happen. But it could be always the last set. So. And in general, you're going for you're going for eye dates and, and same delays with tourists. That's like the easiest thing is eye dates and same delays with tourists. Uh, I mean, Serbia, That's as tough. tough as it was, my first day game lane in Serbia was uh, a tourist. I was the last set of the day. I was going home over. He was like, I'm gonna. Oh, sorry. I was gonna. I'm gonna do one more. And I see this really hot tourist, this beautiful girl, really, really cool. Uh, Russian girl uh, stayed in touch with her and, and really cool chick. I mean, if she traveled more, I would probably spend more time with her. Or, or um, and our last, I think my last lay in Serbia was our last approach to a day before we're supposed to leave or two days before we're supposed to leave. Boom! Oh, <laughs> yeah. 
So anyways, yeah, and, and I it's my last set and boom, same day delay or Prague. Uh, I am, it's my last day in Prague or like last, I, I have one more night in Prague and I, and I, I think I got one lay, but I wasn't really happy with the quality of it. It was like, I want to get laid. <laughs> so it just like last day and I just go out with a goal. <laughs> my, my third set was, uh, I was specifically looking for tourists or, or like crazy chicks and then was a Chinese tourist. Have you seen of uh, unicorn? Unicorn that's Asian with boobs. Oof, badass. And a bit of yeah. So it was a, a, a Chinese business lady who went to Vienna for a conference and then took a solo trip to Prague and and boom, uh, same delay. And and there, show up. there are a bunch of kind of examples like this of of oh my last day in Budapest last time I was here. <laughs> I went out for the same delay, and my set number five was a chick whose name I still don't know. <laughs> and we agreed that it would be funny that we don't know each other's names. And 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 and, and anyways, okay. Uh, this was three tips answered. Let's go to the next question. Okay. Um. So we have two more left. One is back from me, which is, um, what would you do if a girl said she loved you, but you did not feel the same way, even though you had already had the talk a while ago i will about just remind her what was what's what's the deal what we're doing here but and, and that's it but i do pay a lot of attention i think there is a lot of ethics in my day game i'm i, I consider myself a very ethical dude and when i was dating the girl that you've seen on the escalation video on my green sofa Terrible, terrible production quality, but again, good example of escalating. Or the vlog about day game in Riga. Uh, or no, 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 bars in Riga. So that girl, I, I, I met her when I started day gaming a long time ago, and, and we really liked each other. We, we were seeing each other for a long time. Uh, but I knew she was getting very attached. So what i did was i made sure that when i'm on a date when i'm doing something with another girl i would post an instagram story i would just do it i, I didn't care about doing it I, I did it so that she would see it and it would be a reminder for her about what's going on what is actually happening here and and uh so i would kind of pay attention to what's happening with the girl while you are seeing her and then made sure it doesn't come to her telling she loves you. You don't want to be the heartbreaker if you're not into the girl. Like, you don't want to be the heartbreaker in general, but you don't want it to go to a moment where she falls in love with you and, 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 and you don't feel like that, but she's caught and you waste a few years of her time and, and you know, like, don't be a dick. She's young, she's hot, she can find a cool dude, but then you waste a few years of her life and now she's like older and it's, it's like she can still find a great dude, but she's older, it's going to be harder. So, but if it already happens, I would remind her of what's happening and then probably I would try to taper off how often we're seeing each other. I would probably try to stop it just out of, just because, just to be ethical with her and then Rip the band-aid, as Tom Torero used to say, and, and yeah, let her go and then let her find whoever she wants to find. Okay, next question. Uh, still related, will you ever think about settling down with a girl after living the dream? Uh, I have recently said a girl that I'm seeing that I love her, 
which is mutual and uh, she actually said I know <laughs> <laughs> no she did not uh, I have recently maybe this is a new big news to like a lot of guys but no but it 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 still doesn't change uh, my kind of what I do or what I what my lifestyle is like I am still not looking for physical monogamy I am totally fine with emotional monogamy I don't need to be like in love with multiple people but and I would actually prefer to to, to have someone who's and this has always been the case also with regulars I would have like one regular that's really special to me and then the rest would be kind of for fun and uh, that's kind of what I'm also interested in. I'm interested in having one girl that I'm kind of involved with emotionally. And then, but still, while still having an opportunity to, to explore other bosses. <laughs> well, yeah, still having having fun with other girls. And then and, and, and would I settle down? Um, I don't think I would settle down uh, for physical monogamy for sexual monogamy I'm not really interested in that and and to be honest I, my girl wouldn't be interested in, in that as well because I'm I'm not that interested in sex with one person I, I know myself if I have sex with just one person it just gets less and less interesting to me and I have I want right. it less and less whereas if I'm seeing someone else it just kind of it just sparks my sexual desire and at the same time if I'm with a girl who's fine with this then it's not about me wanting to be with other girls. It's about her being the one girl I can be with while I'm still able to kind of fulfill my desires. I, I, that's actually a big bonus for her. That's like a big, big, big pro to her. Uh, so I would not, I don't think right now I would settle for sexual monogamy, but I, I, I'd never know what will happen in the future. Maybe I kind of get tired of all of this gamey thing, and then, but so far I'm not tired of it. Uh, at least not to... Uh, I'm not interested in, in one-night stands as much anymore. Maybe if I'm just in a city for like... A, but if, if I'm in a place for a few months, uh, I never look at a chick as like, do I want to fuck her? Uh, I look at, okay, I'm here for a few months. Do I want to hang out with her? Because I've... Guys, like... <laughs> I've done all the fucking. <laughs> I don't care about it anymore. So if I don't see myself hanging out with her for more than just one or two times, I'd, I'd like, even on dates, I tell girls that I don't sleep with a girl if I don't see myself sleeping with her three times. And then I will sleep with them twice. And if the third time that never happens, I, like if I don't really like her after the second time, I'm not seeing her for the third time. If, if it happens for three times, we're probably going to hang out outside of, uh, outside of sex as well. And then, or, or, well, depends trip to a different country little bit of visits here and there oh i actually do that yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, i right. do that i had uh, one girl who you saw in a vlog when i was showing you things to do in riga when you're tired from day game and dates that is a girl i met in ukraine uh she came to riga she lives in germany right now she came to riga to to just visit me and hang out with me for a few days um me and the girl the, the blue-haired girl that you've seen in videos she, me and her are going on a trip uh, in probably late August somewhere together for like a week or so just to hang out and, and yeah yeah like I, I like all of that stuff and, and, and like I like doing like weekends away with girls that I'm with and all that shit but yeah okay do we have any more questions no uh, that is it for now so wait so I had a question in a DM 
Let's see, who did we miss? Uh, there, no, it was a private question to me. Oh, wait. Hey, Robert, I know you're not going to like me asking this question, but this is the difference. But what is the difference between teasing and push-pull? I thought they were similar, but since you're doing AMA, other guys might want to know as well. So, Mr. Mr. Dude that I'm coaching right now in, in Budapest. <laughs> uh, teasing is just another way of... No, well, teasing, teasing. Give an example, maybe, because mm, wait. So push pull are two different parts. Like there's the, there's the pull part where you say, I don't know. I like you, but I don't know if we'll ever get along because you're just too much fun. That's a push pull. That's a push pull, or you're so geeky. I kind of like it. Yeah, that's like a pull push. I do I do pull push way yeah. more than I do push pull. I do I do pull push. Pull push is actually the typical thing. I, like I very few people realize do push pull. I, I do pull push pull push instead of push pull. But no yeah. one does push pull. No one does like the typical thing would be push pull. Yeah, you push then you pull, but yeah. I do pull push. <laughs> that's not It's like that, um I like you but don't get a big head. <laughs> right? It's pull and <sighs> But anyway, that, um, sorry, go on. Teasing is just, let's say, she says she's a lawyer, and it's just taking whatever is obvious about lawyers and just like making it a bit more fun. Just kind of saying that, oh my God, yeah, you guys, it's so crazy because um, being a lawyer, because you have to study so much. Like, unless you have master's degree, all you can do is like make coffees for other, make make coffees for other lawyers and fill like forms. It's it's so weird. Uh, so that would be like a. That would be teasing yeah, about teasing. about her being a lawyer, and then, then I think teasing in a way is um, it's a way where you make fun of a stereotype in in a, in a sense, right? It's, yes. it's kind of like you pick on the an attribute that's true, but it's an extreme, and then you kind of bring it out in a joking way. Yeah, um, kind of like if I said, um, so let's say if I said I was a, a software engineer, um, a girl might tease me and be like, oh, so. All you're doing is like hang out in your mom's basement staring at a screen, right? And in a joking way, where it's like it could be true, but it's not really, but it's playful, right? It's a playful accusation based off of a stereotype in a way. Um, it could be based off of other things, but I think um, stereotypes and, and accusations are, are, um, are a nice start to how you can find ways to tease. Yes, and with push-pull, I would, um, first of all, for you, dear student, I told you yesterday that you shouldn't even worry about things like that. That is pretty intermediate advanced. You should fix your basic shit. Uh, but I would more look at push-pull like two separate things. So, so pull is when you're asking questions, when you're being interested, when you're kind of doing all of that shit. And, and push is when you just, in a bar, you get a message and you take your phone and you exactly. unlock and then you like look in the phone and then you're off for like a minute and it's like, oh, sorry. Yeah. That was a, like, you ignored her, you pushed her away, you showed that you're not interested. And uh, anything, that you sh anything that shows that you're interested is a pull. Anything that shows you are not interested is a push. And the point of the push is if the attraction is high enough, if she likes you enough, when you push her away, that's when she might chase you a little bit. That's when she might try to win you over a little bit. And, and it's very important in, in, in moments when you are home with a girl and then she's like, oh, I don't do this so fast. This is so fast. We just met. And then, oh, yes, it and, is. And, like, and you just, you just kind of hop on a call and like talk to a friend for five minutes. I know, I know a guy that 
uh, went and started watching, went to his laptop and uh, no, went to his computer, turned it on and started watching ice hockey for 20 minutes, <laughs> completely yeah. ignoring the girl. She came over and then they fucked soon after. <laughs> you can have very uh, strong, you can have rather drastic pushes or you can have playful pushes. And so I think the thing with the laptop was more of a, very strong, direct, very, yeah, strong very strong. Whereas the playful pushes, it's it's kind of done in a somewhat joking manner, where I could say, that, "Oh my God, like you, you're such a, such a nerd. Uh, we we couldn't possibly get along." But with the right tone, whereby it's it's actually a push, but it's a playful push. And then alternatively, you can have the really uh, drastic, stronger pushes where it's it's more serious. Um, so hopefully that helps. Okay. Uh, there's one more actually. Yeah, let's uh, go. Mr. Majestic, how do you adapt the different phases of the model relative to the country? For example, the girls don't stop. Then the open phase of the model becomes a front stop. Oh, hold on. If the girls don't stop, then the open phase of the model becomes a front stop. So some practical options for each phase of the model relative to the country. How do you adapt? Yeah, basically, how do you adapt the model based on where you are? Um, because, I say, for example, I think... In New York, you have to have strong front stops, whereas in some of the countries, you could easily just do a tap on the shoulder and get yeah, away with it, right? I don't I know. Mean, I even get away in New York, man. I know a lot of places where I can just be like, yeah. oh, in Serbia, well, in Serbia, for me, just eye contact and stepping in front of them works, whereas for other people, I guess, I don't know if they don't have faith, it doesn't work in them, but I found that it's easier for me to stop people in Belgrade than it is in New York. Oh, Belgrade is easier for yeah. New York for yeah. stopping girls, at least. Or yeah. London, some, or Oxford Circuit. You know, guys want kind of cut, clear-cut answers for these questions. And, and Mr. Majestic is a guy who has had like five coaching calls with me. He can no, Mr. Majestic is a very interesting example, by the way, because he was a guy who wanted to do everything on his own. And it was his kind of ego thing. But, but and he learned a lot on his own. He, he became pretty decent. And, and then he did one coaching call and, and he realized like, damn, like I, I got, he got unstuck and it was very visible in a chat. He talked about it, how he got unstuck. And, and, and then we, we, we started doing them like once a month or once in two months, like kind of to, to just kind of get him unstuck all the time. And, and he has become a pretty decent day gamer in the place where he is right now, which we will not mention. <laughs> I don't or, know where it is. Uh, you know where he is. You just don't know who Mr. Majestic is, I'll tell you. Uh, anyways, oh, yes, not, we're not talking about that. No, uh, anyways, um, um, and now he's traveling more and more for day game. And so when you are learning the basics of day game, there is always a clear cut answer what's the best thing to do. But there comes a moment where clear cut answer isn't what you need. Like, you need to go to a city and see it for yourself. And when you are there, and this is for the guys who are doing good in the city where they live. So when you go to a new city, you have to look at the model from beginning to the end. So you do the stop. Is she stopping well? If yes, don't worry about the stop. You do your opener. Is she like blowing you off instantly? No, okay, keep it like that. Stacking, are you doing good stacking? Is she kind of saying thank you, no, yes, and leaving? Okay, you have to perfect your stacking. And then, okay, maybe she's not. You do a good stack and she's giving you a topic, but then you tease a little bit and she leaves. And you're kind of, okay, now I have to improve my teasing or storytelling. So you have to look at a set in a linear fashion. Initially. Yes, so you have to 
kind of look at the beginning and the next, 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 and see where am I getting stuck? Am I getting stuck because I'm getting blown out all the time? Or am I getting stuck in when I'm closing because they're giving me Instagrams, which means that probably attraction and comfort are like fucked up somehow. So there is no clear cut answer for this. This is not a level of day game where you get clear cut answers. This is the day game travel is where you can, uh, if you are decent in your fucking city, 24 more lays, I would say. If not, then, well, you don't need to worry about day game travel because you're not going there to get laid. You're going yeah. there to explore the city. <laughs> it wouldn't be worthwhile to travel if you haven't. Really... No, no, for fun. It's, yeah. it's well, I mean, for, it's if for you fun, just travel yeah. for day game, assuming that changing city. Uh, well, cities can give you perspective. That's one thing I can say. Like, day game in a different place can give you more perspective because you're not going to apply the same strategies. Some things will work that you are using. Some things won't. And... Um, but one of the very important things is even in your own city, I'm in New York. I hadn't been out in a proper session for seven months. I took a break. You did with, yeah. with, with SJ. Yeah, I took a, I took, yeah, I took a break. Then I, I like when SJ came um, over, we, I met him to a Saturday. He was, I told him this in the moment we start. And this is one of the important things. Day game starts the moment. If it's your day for such the moment you step out, you start then you don't wait till you get to a location. When SJ was with me, I told him we start now and we started immediately. And the good things that he kept on, like he followed up. But one of the things I had to do was make sure I got my stops correctly. Front stop committed. Um, eye contact had to be there. The smile had to be there. The posturing, making sure that I'm square on the shoulders had to be there. Otherwise the girls just walk around you. And so it takes a little bit of systematic addressing of each step. If you already know exactly what you need to do. And if you don't, do get coaching. And this is not shit. This is not just a pushing robot, but do get someone who is experienced to give you the tips and guide you. Otherwise, you're going to be wasting a lot of time trying to figure out what you're going to be wrong. That said, it's important to always go back to each particular step, look at it, and make sure that initially you get over the beginning bits. You don't skip ahead. You should not make the focus of your session <laughs> to be getting laid. It should be making sure you go through the steps that need to be taken that you're failing at and then where as long as you follow the process you will eventually get to the goal but if you only focus on the goal then you'll make so many mistakes and never actually make progress and there you go mr t said so <laughs> if you don't listen to him a team will come and shoot you and shoot you <laughs> <laughs> anyways I, guys this was a very exprontum ama if you want to be part of the next AMA, AMA, I'm drunk already. AMA. AMA, then make sure you are on our group chat because we have like around 350 guys already, I think, close to that. Three, no, 324 guys from all over the world, from beginners to really good day gamers. Uh, if you want to join our group chat and be part of the next AMA, go to my website, saintrobert.blog, join the mailing list, and in the welcome email, you will get an invitation link. You just got to click it, install the Telegram app, join the chat, introduce yourself there. If you're going to new places, if you want to meet Wings there, and you have been chatting to guys in the chat, and, and you know someone, you're, it's pretty easy to get Wings there, uh, Wings this way, and then... Um. Make sure you introduce yourself in the chat. The best way to get people to respond to you is they need to know who you are. Yes. And no one just, talks to yeah. unknowns. Don't right. just start by asking questions. 
at least introduce yourself. Tell like, your when, story. Tell your whatever story. It is. And then maybe people will be willing to give you some free answers. Otherwise, let's put it like that. that. We have some really, really nice guys in the chat who give really nice advice. Like, like the way I used to give advice all the time when I started. But then I created this chat so other good day gamers could share their advice. And we have really nice guys who are happy to help you. Just be nice. Ask good questions. Watch the videos. Like, do your homework. And if you ask good questions, you will get incredible help from the guys in the chat. With all of this being said, uh, next coaching spot available is end of July, Poland or Budapest, whatever the fuck you like. I don't care. Three or five days, both options are available. Then uh, September is Georgia. It's, I think, going to be crazy if you know how to deal with Russian girls. Um, we're going there for a month, no more than three students. Those will be, I think, the last three coaching spots in Europe this summer. And then I'm heading to New York City and other places in US. So if you want to work with me in any of the cities, click the link in the description, fill the form at the bottom of the page, and I'll get back to you with all the details, prices, options for cities, dates, and everything else. Thank you for listening. Subscribe, like, Follow, do all of that fucking shit. It actually does help me. If you want to help me without getting my services, that's that's the way you can help, actually. Um, see you in the next podcast. Ciao, guys.